0: Welcome to Tall Poppy, Episode 6. Purpose is an often overlooked topic that seems like a given, but the fact that we assume we're all on the same page is reason to take a second look. Simone Maus is a seasoned facilitator, as well as a facilitation and leadership skills trainer who works primarily with Zenergy Global, where Purpose is at the center of their work with organizations and community groups. Growing up behind the Berlin Wall and with Hitler's leadership legacy, she found herself afraid of losing her identity in groups. And through her personal work to advance her facilitation, she discovered a whole new perspective and is now a champion of collaborative technologies with purpose at its center. Our conversation was inspired by a meeting where she led a very brief purpose-based activity that enabled our group that started out stressed and tired to end up energized We have been working on an annual event that provides grassroots professional development for the facilitator community in and around Melbourne, Australia. I believe the purpose work we did that day made a real difference to how we moved forward with our event planning as a committee, not to mention our group cohesion. She talked about how much time and money is wasted when there's a lack of clarity around purpose and that when you do pay attention to it, magic happens. She did some work with a company to implement a purpose-based practice around meetings. They ended up having a 30% decrease in the amount of meetings instead of meetings for the sake of meetings. Without purpose, meetings can often feel like a waste of time. Every meeting informed by purpose creates alignment first, and people know why or if they should attend. People waste less time in meetings, and more meaning and satisfaction comes back to the workplace. Think of what a difference that would make. Simone also shares with us what she believes is the most powerful resource in any project and the difference a facilitator can make and the role of leadership and specifically self-leadership when it comes to purpose. Okay, so I'm speaking with Simone Mouse, and uh, Simone and I are going to have a conversation today about purpose. But Simone, let's start with um, where you hail from.
1: Well, I, I live in Melbourne, in Australia at the moment. Actually, I live a little bit outside of Melbourne. I live in Castlemaine, which is a small community. Um, and I came here after quite a long journey around, around the world. Um, I was born and raised in Germany and actually still during the age of um, the Berlin Wall. So I was oh, born nice. and raised behind the Berlin Wall. Wow. So I got a bit of... Um, communism ways of living with each other as, as my heritage oh, in Oh, wow, me.
0: interesting.
1: And um, I then, after the war came down, still studied um, over there, and I got involved in group facilitation over there okay. um, in Germany. And then I had to speak first for travel. And seeing the rest of the world, which which was this mystical thing behind the Berlin Wall when I was growing up, and so mm. my my first went um, towards going west. So I went to um, England first, and I lived in England uh, for five years and was working there in, in education um, and training, and then. Um, I moved further west to the States and lived in San Francisco for a couple of years. Um, and then I still wasn't really filled up with what the world had to offer. And I really wanted to go backpacking and um, and travel the world. I ended up traveling the world for three years. And that got me all the way around the world to Australia and New Zealand. Um, yeah. And so, so did I said, you live
0: in New Zealand for a while?
1: Yes, I lived for four years in New Zealand, when I got to New Zealand I felt this is where I want to stay, mm. and it was like a paradise, um, not just from the country but from the from the nature but also from, from the people there and um, yeah, so I stayed there for four years and, and created a life and then um, I met an Australian man and now I'm here. And how long have you lived in Australia now? Uh, for almost three years.
0: Right. Wow. And so when you were in New Zealand, you worked with Zenergy, yeah?
1: Yes, that's correct. So, t- so um,
0: Tell us about Zenergy.
1: Yeah, so Zenergy um, is called Zenergy Global, and um, they are a boutique organization who specializes in um, facilitation training and also in cooperative technology in working with groups, um, mm-hmm. and that involves a cooperative leadership as well.
0: Excellent. I'd like to hear
1: yeah. that. Yeah, and um, so the core of the Zen Energy work is really on how to work with purpose and with culture. Excellent. And to have them as a foundation for collaborative ways of working.
0: Brilliant. So can we dive into that then? Tell me why purpose is important.
1: Well, yeah. Um, I guess if you look at um, ways of working together, um, the ways energy um, has sort of developed the way around purpose is to look at a different ways of leadership. So there's obviously the one strong end of um, autocratic leadership, which is you know, hierarchical, someone from the top down tells what to do. There's only one person making decisions. And then you've got democracy, which is sort of the other side of it, where you've got votes or the majority rules kind of thing. And then co-oporacy has been a term that's been created, um, which is sort of lying in the middle of the two. And co-oporacy is actually um, a decision-making method by those who are affected.
0: Decision-making so, by those that are affected. Okay, well, yeah. that makes sense.
1: So, so the people who are making decisions are those who are actually affected in it. But in order to, to do that, you need to have a purpose mm-hmm. that anchors why we're making a decision or well, it informs our decision-making mm-hmm. and our being with each other. So why are we meeting? Where are we going? What are we spending our time on? So every decision that happens in every meeting in every group development, is informed eventually by a purpose, or it helps to be informed by a purpose. Because if it's not, then decisions are made for all sorts of reasons that not necessarily involve everyone's alignment. Mm. And by having a common purpose to create the alignment first.
0: So, can we uh, before we get into why? having the alignment first is important can we talk a little bit more about when you don't have alignment and you know before the recording we were talking a bit about our experience in a meeting where there might not have been um that kind of alignment so let's let's you know because we we both had an experience of that so let's talk a little bit about um when there isn't an alignment around purpose what what are some of the 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 pitfalls what are some of the things that, that go wrong
1: well, me personally, like, particularly after the last meeting we just talked about, it's a sense of frustration, a mm-hmm. sense of discouragement, and a sense of wanting to give up, like, yeah. I don't feel part of the group, I don't know where we're going, I feel I'm not hurt, and mm-hmm. um, I feel um, stress in my body as well, because yeah. I feel like I need to be talk louder, or I need to be more energetically involved to be heard. So it's mm. like it becomes competition rather than collaboration. Yeah, right. To, feel, to make my voice heard. Yeah,
0: excellent. I love it. So, um, so we've got a lot of uh, potential for breakdowns in communication. People not being heard. Decisions being made for the reasons that that aren't um, aligned to a particular purpose. Um, is there anything else that stands out for you about when if we don't pay attention to uh, establishing purpose first up uh, is there anything else that that typically well there's well a
1: couple of things i can sort of feel what happens in companies a lot is um, there's a lot of talk outside of meetings Right. so people go into the meeting and then a small group meets around the water cooler or you know just the cafe area or whatever and there's which is again more time mm-hmm. that's spent on talking and, and alignment. So, is
0: that why I people guess, feel like meetings are a waste of time?
1: I think so, maybe, yes. Because also, a lot of meetings, I mean, the other side of it, one is people talk outside of the meeting, and the other thing is that people go to the meeting and um, they don't even have to be there because the purpose isn't clear. Right. And so, a lot of time is wasted by unclarity of purpose. Mm hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. Wow, great. So let's talk about um, why doing it first up. Like we've talked a bit about what happens when you don't. So what happens when you do establish your purpose from the get-go?
1: Well, um, I can talk from a real personal experience. I, um, as I talked a little bit about my history, but I, I have a little bit of a phobia for groups. In oh, really? teams coming from communism, and that's obviously the German oh, history, etc. Okay. But I have a phobia of losing my individuality in teams and in groups. Right. When I started with Zenergy, and I started using purpose deliberately on the beginning of any team activity, I found I felt enormously empowered and energized. And it gave a safe container for us as a team to work through anything. Wow. And that was in teams that are very diverse. So the purpose helped us as a diverse team to function fast. So
0: it saves time.
1: (laughs) It saves time, exactly. I mean, the the purpose building might take a couple hours depending on the group size. And that's why it's often overlooked because people don't value it. But when it's done, it, it saves time. It in cre- creates engagement. I was really engaged in a group. I felt heard. I felt my diversity is valued. And the work was collaboration rather than competition mm. because diversity was valued within the group.
0: That's fascinating. So you had an experience where you were concerned that you would lose your identity in a group or would not be able to, to contribute in a way and then being able to experience having purpose be central and core and established first up, you were able to engage in a way that, that really worked for you and it sounds like... Um, decisions were made in a way that were um, much more workable and and empowering and, dare I use the word democratic, but perhaps more collaboratively.
1: Yes, and also it was from the beginning clear on where we are going and we all had a decision in that. We all decided together where are we going and what are we creating. Mm. And so the buy-in was there from the beginning. And I think the buy-in from every member is the most powerful resource in any project Mm. if you got the buy-in you got the energy contributing to the project rather than taking away from the project because people feel i'm not getting anything out of this you know what's in it for me and so people starting to energetically take away
0: uh, right yeah and
1: get more and more stressed rather than actually getting into the flow mm-hmm. and the purpose really Somehow, in the universe, um, if by stating a purpose statement really clearly, mm-hmm. the purpose statement itself starts creating. Can you, you say a little bit about action- that? Yeah, by um, sort of. Um, there's a bit of research done with um, Dale Hunter, who, who is one of the director of synergy. Um, she wrote a book called "The Art of Facilitation," and she's talking a little bit in there about. Um, the sort of research that's been done around quantum physics, that where you put your attention on is what creates. Mm. And so in the work <clears throat> in the world of purpose, if we as a group align around the purpose and we actually come up with one purpose statement which is really clear and visible within within the team, the universe works with us. Mm. Because our intention, our attention and intention is aligned. So there's a lot of energetically, in the collective intelligence, we are coming together around the purpose.
0: So it's like the the thing that makes a group be more than the sum of its parts. Yeah. Mm. So there's two particular things I'd like to focus on here and one is around meetings and advice you have for people who are running meetings Um, and the other is around businesses and especially startups. Uh, I think there's a lot of um, buzz around purpose-driven businesses at the moment and especially organizations that are starting now and that are um, making sure that the purpose is something that yeah, people can get behind and that they're, they're very, uh, yeah, oriented around that, which gives them often a, a, you know, whether it's a competitive advantage or just p- perhaps an advantage in business. Um, so let, let's let start with that one. So when you think of purpose-driven businesses, um, based on your experience, what's, what's important to consider when people are starting a business to, to bring their purpose together? Well,
1: I think there's been a lot of, research and 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 evidence out there about how purpose really helps um, to for a business to flourish and I think with the purpose um, of a business when the leader is really connecting what what's driving the person who created the business um, what is the what is the real um, intention of the business of what they want to create beyond just making money which is like you know, just essential, but what is why are you even there as Mm -hmm. a business? And having really connected to what's what's your purpose, why do you get up every morning? Mm -hmm. You know, something must drive you to do this. And to be able to connect to this and formulate it will help employees and people who are connecting to the business to understand where you're going. Mm -hmm. And again you can create buy-in. Yeah. And you create a forward moving energy for your business and fulfillment as well, because if it is an inspiring purpose that is beyond just making money and beyond just, just the business is actually creating something bigger than, than ourselves mm-hmm. um, and making a big impact, I think it, it drives people. You know, human beings want to make an impact. We, we, we want to make something good out there in the world. And I think there is particular now a big trend with the new generations coming into work, the millennials, so-called. I mean, there's some, some interesting research that they, they don't work anymore just for the money or for the title or for the status in society. All of that is, like, quite obsolete. And now um, it's more about what am I contributing to the world?
0: yeah absolutely i've I've seen um research about how it's not just the millennials but it's also the baby boomers that actually want to have purpose in their work and have a a sense of meaning um so what advice would you have for someone who is starting a business now um about how they can generate a sense of purpose or, or what steps would you suggest that they take to um get really clear on what their purpose for their business is
1: well um depends really on their budget and on their on their intention of course Mm -hmm. um i think there's a lot of research on youtube if they would even just want to listen to some inspiring businesses Um, there's a lot of talk about purpose on youtube Mm -hmm. um and i mean i would suggest to get an external facilitator in Mm -hmm. and to help facilitate a purpose session and it's worth all the money because the facilitator can really help to to listen for the unsaid, mm. to listen really for for where the juice is within the chief executive team or the you know the business startup team. Yeah, because it's not happening just from our head. The purpose really comes to life when, when we can feel it in our body and when we really when it excites us
0: so when you're when you're working with a business and doing a session on purpose what are some of the things that you take people through
1: well i normally um try to do something creative mm-hmm. so they either go for a walk and have a chat with a buddy or they just have some alone time reflecting um mm-hmm. Um, if I have the time to get them drawing something, some elements of purpose, Yeah, you know, just to get out of the head a bit more into fear, yep. like drawing does that. Mm. And then starting with purpose discussions in smaller teams, like um, splitting up into smaller teams to have a little conversation and then um, even mix the teams up, depending how big the group is. But like, take one team member out of a small group and swap them with another small team member, and so the the wisdom starts to get get sort of mixed up, mm-hmm. and um, and then let the whole group come together and talk about it. And mm-hmm. I would very much recommend not to write anything down until sort of the very end. Okay, interesting. Because the talk, because then it kind of gets into wordsmithing, yeah. and we and we, we get out of our body, yeah. and so it's like. Really using powerful listening and Mm. just seeing where people wake up and get engaged. And then just trust that the purpose will, someone will, the collective intelligence comes in through someone. Yeah. So someone will speak the purpose and everyone knows that it is. Mm. And it's sort of trusting and holding the space until that emerges.
0: Can you give us a, a quick example of when you've experienced that, that's been really powerful?
1: Yeah, just recently, actually, in our um, um, committee with Fodra. Yeah. And it was actually a very short session. Um, we only had about twenty minutes, half an hour, and um, we did a bit of drawing and then the conversation. And it, it just it just snowballed. And then when the when the purpose the purpose that came up was nourishing facilitation. That was our is our intention for the uh, conference we're organizing together. Yeah. yeah. But when it came in, everyone was like, oh, wow. Yeah. Uh, You could feel it in the room, couldn't you? People came to this meeting tired, exhausted, and they left the meeting energized.
0: I remember, yeah.
1: And that just was proof for me, again, how powerful purpose is. When it's actually spoken and it sinks in in all of us, we walk away energized.
0: Absolutely. So now let's talk about um, if you have particular advice for people who are running meetings. Uh, about how you can bring purpose in powerfully to make sure meetings aren't the thing that people talk about afterwards and that the the work actually happens in the meeting? What would you say?
1: Yeah, so um, one organization who's done this energy training with us, they actually went back to their business and um, included purpose as part of their practice. So when they started to align around the meeting, they asked what's the purpose of the meeting Mm -hmm. and who has to be there.
0: Who has the what?
1: and who should be there? Oh, who should be there? Yeah, okay. Who should attend? Yep, Aligned around the purpose. So, um, and that can be done by email. so here we have this meeting, just people asking, what's the purpose? Mm-hmm. Or the, the person who gets the meeting together thinks about the purpose first. But it has to be a practice that, that everyone kind of embraces. It's, because some people sometimes get a little bit offended when they get asked. It's a really interesting phenomenon. Hmm. And people get asked, "What's the purpose of the meeting?" And they get like, "Oh, what do you mean? You know, if that hasn't been the culture."
0: Yeah. Okay. So it's it's like you should very clearly establish the purpose of the meeting before the meeting, unless yeah. you have a culture of asking people, "Okay, what's this? What's this meeting about? Let's explore that together." Is that kind of what you mean?
1: No, like for example, that organization that walked away after having someone's energy draining, they they sat together and they said, "We want to include purpose in our meetings." So yep. from now on, we will ask, "What's the purpose of the meeting?" Before uh, we even organize a meeting,
0: before organizing it, gotcha,
1: okay, yeah. And then they started doing that practice, and um, over time, their meeting numbers reduced to almost thirty percent. Oh wow! Wow. And um, I mean, can you imagine the, the amount of time and money that's been saved? And yeah the people didn't say we're sitting anymore on boring meetings that they had no purpose to be there. Yeah. You know? Mm. So yeah, it's quite a simple practice to start having. Mm.
0: Yeah. Um so just before we finish I'd love to hear your thought about the relationship between purpose and leadership.
1: Yeah, I was actually just feeling that That's interesting. Um because the next step back to that is purpose also is important for you as an individual. Yeah. And I think that's a practice I started um, doing myself. I'm doing some personal work with um, something called the Avatar Training. Yeah. And they work a lot with um, creating, creating your life deliberately. Yeah. And in order to do that, you need to um, deliberately decide what intention you have. So I started a practice of daily intentions. So, what's today my intention? Mm-hmm. And intention is very similar to purpose, you know. Or what is my purpose with this interview, for example? Mm-hmm. We talked about an intention before we even went into this interview, yeah. right? And I think that is very much related to leadership when you start to actually become aware of what your intention is to an intervention to a project you start, to a suggestion you make, to a contribution you make, to a meeting you start. Everything you do, if you actually decide beforehand what's your purpose, then you become a leader Mm. because you are leading the conversation. Mm. And that goes back to your bigger purpose. Why do I exist Mm. as a person? You know, and what are my values and what am I standing in when I'm speaking? Mm -hmm. So doing some work on that and some decisions on that will strengthen your leadership because you can make a difference when you're standing in your personal purpose. Like my personal purpose, for example, is that I'm in service to the evolution of humanity. So everything I do is evolving humanity and working better together Mm -hmm. and being better together for future generations
0: and, and, and it's exciting That um, helps explain uh, why you and I are so aligned because that's very close to um, what I feel my purpose is about I mean mine is more around leadership and change in society but it's very much about you know, social evolution and being able to expand our capacity as human beings through acts of leadership, through expanding ourselves, through self-awareness, and all all of those different types of things. But um, I think the the idea of being purposeful and being intentional um, is is very uh, closely linked. So it's um, it's yeah, it's, it feels it feels really important.
1: Mm. Yeah, and I think in, in that sense, everyone can be a leader. Absolutely. Because we all can make a difference by whatever intervention we make or whatever intention we hold
0: Mm. or whatever
1: word we speak. Absolutely. So purpose is very much aligned around that and it helps to get clarity for us as individuals on what we're actually leading people to. (laughs)
0: <laughs> yeah well and and maybe that's the last thing that we can talk about is is just around why it's important for people who are in positions of leadership to have clarity around their own purpose what are your feelings about that
1: well just the same what i just said you know like um as more power and influence you have as more um people you affect mm-hmm. and so your your impact of your leadership is yeah gets bigger mm. And that involves more responsibility as well. And I think without asking ourselves the question, what is my purpose in my role or in, in that project, or what I'm doing, the purpose becomes um, out of our control. Mm. Um, some unseen hidden agendas turn up, you know, for power games or. Mm -hmm. We might copy some old leaders um, we have experienced in our past. Like I I had to integrate my own dictator and and little Hitler. You know, it's really interesting because it's in my consciousness. And we all have blueprints of leadership that we are carrying in our Mm -hmm. consciousness. Mm -hmm. And, And to be aware of that, of what we are radiating as leaders and how we lead, is very important and purpose can help with shaping that shaping and changing our blueprints and shaping and changing our leadership styles to a way that that is aligned with how we really want to lead and not how we how we used to lead or how we how we watched others to lead because mm. a lot of things happen on automatic from our mind often if we mm. don't actually take control and decide for us how we want to lead and where we are going and that's the main question of purpose why are we here and where are we going
0: beautiful let's leave it there thank you so much simone i really appreciate this and look forward to um perhaps a conversation in the future um expanding on some of these points a little bit more thanks very much
1: thank you tatoo
0: What's clear to me after talking to Simone is that we underestimate the impact of purpose and the massive benefits of creating practices that make meetings more purposeful. We would see meetings happen in a very different way than we default to now. I heard recently that another on another podcast that the estimated cost of unnecessary meetings in the U.S. is $37 billion annually, and that's just the U.S., What would purpose-based practices do to change the way we work, to change the resourcing of projects and programs? What difference would it make? If you want to find out more, contact Simone via the Zenergy Global website, which can be found in the show notes, plus her LinkedIn page. She lives in Australia, travels a lot, and works internationally as well. Thanks for listening to another episode of Tall Poppy. We're now on Stitcher and TuneIn, so if you're listening from one of those platforms, welcome! If you'd like to leave a review to help future listeners get an objective perspective, you can do that via iTunes or Stitcher. If you have a recommendation for interviews, if you have a great boss or a company you admire, or someone doing amazing things to move humanity forward, or have feedback for us, you can get in touch via email, poppy at tathrastreet.com, or on the Contact Us form on the website to, on tathrastreet.com. So that's T A T H R A. S-T-R-E-E-T.com. It's early days for tall Poppy and we want to know what works and what doesn't. We want to hear what you want to hear more of and not so much of. Thanks again. See you next time.